Welcome everyone to another episode of the Reality Friends Podcast. Two friends who have never met in reality still talking about reality TV shows. And today we're talking about the Challenge SLA Episode 2. Joseph, my man, I just want to say that it's only right that the two biggest, baddest dudes in podcasting are here talking with one another tonight. Yes, yes. Just like Corey, L, and Ed. We are... Oh, no, Kel's and Ed. Oh, oh no. It's so close. One for two. Can we start it over? God damn it. No, I'm sorry. Nope. 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 Oh. We're running with it. You're owning that one. Yeah. But I'll, I'll distract everyone by asking, uh, Joseph, what's new with you? What's the latest in your life before we dive into this episode? Uh, nothing. I'm just being mad about uh, Big Brother right now. That's really about it. Yeah, yeah. The season started out so well, I feel like. And you know what? This is even half relevant because now the challenge is using Big Brother as a feeder show. Like, I'm sure there's some overlap here. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to complain about it. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't know about you. I'm just rooting for a cookout final six. I've completely given up on intrigue. Let's just see them do it. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I'm trying to think of it as like a Danielle and Jason thing at this point where you're just watching a couple of really good players steamroll everybody else. I'm trying to look at it from that point of view and appreciate yeah. it from that standpoint. So, yeah. And we still got a lot of uh, runway left this season. Yeah. So optimistic cool. it's not as bad as last season so whatever it can never be as bad as last season yeah awesome but who cares about that um well we do because we're talking well, we about do, it yeah. but but it's a challenge podcast yes we saw a good one man that was one of my favorite eliminations in recent memory dude whoa. and i gotta say <laughs> whoa high praise <laughs> oh maybe we're off on this one player let me just start by asking you last week I said that I liked Emmy a lot, and you were you were not feeling her. Have yeah. you changed your opinion at all, or are you Hell still out no. on Emmy? <laughs> I doubled oh. down. I doubled down. <laughs> she's a she's a nut. Like she's crying like during the challenge about like doing bad, and like she's like freaking out. It's too much. It's too much. I couldn't disagree with you more. I think Emmy is a challenge superstar in the making, dude. She's good and for the show from like an entertainment aspect, but like she annoys the hell out of me. That's fine, and that's an opinion. So you're entitled to have that and everything. But like, man, dude, I I think she's hysterical, dude. She yeah, she went absolutely nuts at the challenge. Of course, like uh, that that was crazy. Ed had to talk her off a ledge there. That was uh, unexpected. Yeah. But then at the elimination, dude, we had we had so many funny moments from her. She she calls him Mr. TJ. Uh, several times <laughs> that got me. She's middle of the challenge. Ed's putting the puzzle together. It's like a freaking twelve-piece puzzle, and she's going, "You are the best engineer in the world, Ed. You are the smartest man alive." It's like, what is he? What is he doing that that's smart? And and then at the end, she steals Devin. She steals Devin. Joseph, what a move! <laughs> what a move! <laughs> she's all over the place, man. Yeah, uh, she definitely is all over the place. I cannot disagree with that end of it. For me, she's a little cringe. And I think we are representing Reddit, too, because I saw a poll. And it was very close on who liked her and who didn't like her. Like, it wasn't one-sided. Like, it's it's a polarizing thing. Oh, my God. I don't yeah, know if I want to be representing Reddit. Yeah. That's um, not what I want to hear. 
Yeah, so I'm glad that that was your biggest takeaway from the episode. My biggest takeaway from the episode, Eric, was how right I was last week about Kells and and how good of a character he was. You poo-pooed on him. You were like, oh, this guy, uh, whatever. And he's proven that he is somebody who is going to be brought back for future seasons for sure and has a lot of potential. Yeah, I I like Kells a lot uh, after this episode. I I will say he he's just such a cool character, and he's uh, I don't know the way he talks is like fascinating to me. I could listen to him talk all day, and yeah. he got really unlucky in this elimination here. Uh, I think like he would have won a lot of strength matchups, and this just wasn't it. This wasn't yeah. it. This was like when they hope for a puzzle, and you're like, come on, man, it's not going to be a puzzle. Like they right. never do a puzzle. Guess what? This was a straight up puzzle with like right. no interaction between the yeah. teams at all. I so think, bummer. I definitely think there's a puzzle he could have figured out too. Just a better partner even might have helped. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we have no next to nothing about him as a competitor. He's he's just super tall and jacked uh, and articulate and, and like he just verbally eviscerated Josh, which was great. He seems pretty smart. He, he definitely yeah. got like left behind by the game, but like that could happen to any rookie this season. I feel like. Um, so I think I agree. A lot of potential there for sure. But he didn't handle his partner that well in the elimination. I got to say, he didn't seem like he was a great team player in that spot. Um, no, not really. But I get what his frustra- where his frustration was coming from because she kept doing the same thing over and over again with dropping yeah. the block. Like she kept like pulling on the magnet itself, like at the top of it, and it kept making it go down. So it's like maybe he shouldn't be yelling at her for sure but like i don't think that's why she was doing bad necessarily like maybe it didn't help but like it was i i got where why he was frustrated with the situation especially when it's like if it's if it's a lot of other eliminations he's coming out on top right yeah oh yeah no doubt that's what i'm saying but uh and and let me also say that i am not saying i would have handled it better that would have been insanely frustrating because yeah it, I, was even, I was frustrated watching it i was yeah. watching the tv show i was like please don't do that again like don't she do that like again. three or four times like she's breaking the seal man she's breaking like the you want, you want to keep the magnet very flat against the dice block and like grabbing it so close to the bottom i feel like lifts that magnet up a little bit and meanwhile emmy on the other side had a much better approach she was holding the rope a couple feet above and like pulling it up that way, that way the magnet's pulling like straight up. Look, I'm not, I'm no physicist, but that that was my interpretation of what happened. Does that make sense to you? I feel like she, I feel like Emmy was also grabbing the block itself, like like at the end there, where yeah, Tracy was kind of using the the rope itself, like she was grabbing the rope, where it's like you kind of want to once you can reach the block, you want to grab the block because it's more secure. Oh yeah, so that's what I meant. She, Emmy was uh, holding the rope, pulling it up with the rope, and then getting her other hand under the block, which felt like the safest way to do it for sure. Yeah. Uh, so. As opposed to reaching down and grabbing the magnet. So anyway, uh, some mistakes were made in that elimination. Yeah. Um, let's circle back though and get back on track and look at this episode from the beginning. Uh, look, it was, it was an okay episode, right? Yeah. Um, it was just fine. Yeah. It was fine. There wasn't too much of note, I didn't feel like, necessarily. Let's go through the things to note, then. Okay, okay. ready? All right, let's note some stuff. Uh, first of all, we get the introduction of Ed. And I am high on Ed. I think he's going to be really fun this season. I like Ed, too. I, uh, he's high energy. He's super positive. I'm not sure if he's going to be, like, 
he's gonna be that rookie who tries to blend in i feel like i feel like he's not gonna try to make waves or anything like that he's just gonna try to get by on like hey i'm cool with going in like i'm not gonna fight it you know what i mean necessarily i'm just Mm -hmm. here for a good time this is my first season type of thing so um definitely has potential for the future for sure as well um but yeah he says that he says that he's a secret genius yeah for those who haven't seen the circle he is uh some kind of an engineer i think he's a helicopter engineer or something like that a mechanical engineer uh he said he went to ivy league he got an ivy league education is this like some loophole way of saying it like did did he go to an ivy league school like is this uh i I don't know the details i guess Is is this tyree uh doing football in college is this what this is uh, is, is it, I don't know the context there, but I think I can guess it. Uh, yeah. We we don't know, but anyway, Ed Ed uh, is is a smart guy. I think. Yeah, I mean, if you're an engineer, you probably have to be. So I'm I'm excited for his potential, and I do think you're right. I think he is going to go into the house that way, just being fun and blending in a little bit. But here's the thing: I think he can do it. I think he could get along with the vast majority of people in the house, and I think he's kind of already doing it. So we'll see what happens. I think this is going to be tough for any rookie this season. Uh, but he's done one elimination. Maybe they'll lay off him for now once he gets some time to make some bonds in the house, right? Yeah, for sure. Maybe. Having a new partner helps too. And in that scene, Nelson, uh, is, he's very happy. He's like, he's like, yeah, we're just here to have a good time, maybe win some money, make some noise. And he's like getting Ed excited. I'm like, man, Nelson seems like a fun guy to party with. He seems like he's embracing a mentor role. He's he's like I'm. I feel like Knight Nelson <laughs> feels like Nelson is happy to not be the rookie anymore. To like be on the other side. And like he's a veteran now. He's on yeah. a bunch of seasons. He can show Ed the ropes. And there's no bananas to be like the super veteran either. So like really, Nelson is one of the more veteran people there. I mean CT obviously. But aside from that, uh, we're talking Nelson and Corey are some of the vets. How weird is that? I feel like also what we're not accounting for is that Nelson kind of is a contender in this season really um when you break it all down because there's not that many super experienced people in the final um he's gone second in a final before almost beat ct uh seems to have some good social connections so hopefully it doesn't implode with all this drama going on yeah. but uh, how, what do you think about nelly's chances Oh yeah, I mean he's hooking up with Ashley, so uh, he should no no shot that his game blows up at any point. Uh, he should be he should be coasting to the final. Yeah. <laughs> That's a safe way to play it. No, yeah. I think I think uh, if that, if that holds, which is looking very tenuous, but if it holds, then I think he's got a great shot. I think he's got as good a shot as anyone. He's got a lot of friends in this house, and he's a beast in eliminations, man. He like almost can't lose. So yeah, I think he's yeah. a real contender. I Let think me. We should- Go ahead. Uh, let, let me ask you a question, though. Going back. So Ed, Ed jumps in this house late, and Amber's going to do the same a little bit later this episode. If you were a rookie, what would your game plan be? Uh, wh- how would you try to survive in this house, or how would you try to win the game? Okay. So, number one. <laughs> Here's number my 11-point plan. <laughs> number one. I want to say that sometimes if you're on the challenge, you're screwed no matter what. Like, like if you're a rookie. Like, and I really do believe that. Like, like, like you can do your best, but a lot of instances, you're screwed no matter what. And you're going to get sent in just because that's the nature of it. It's just so easy for people to do it, especially if you're a replacement. Um, though we have seen them go far. But I, so 
sometimes you want to go for the Amanda Nelson strategy of just making really good TV so you can make sure you get cast in the future. As far <laughs> as being strategic goes, um, it probably is best to try to lay low at first, but you want to accumulate allies so you can at some point make a strike, right? Uh, if, you, if need mean, be. Yeah, I just think it it seems so daunting to jump in as a rookie and, and like really think you have a shot at controlling a vote. <laughs> you know, I think what I would do is probably be the biggest bitch I could and like lay prostate at someone's feet at a veteran and be like, look, you have my vote. I'll do whatever you want this whole game. Just like keep me around for a few weeks and uh, I'm like a plus one. You, you get two votes every week because I have no other options because I'm so powerless in this game. I feel like and everyone does it would that work. though. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't have a better plan. That's that's it. <laughs> not saying it's a good plan. That's, yeah. not, that's just what my plan would be. Yeah. And you, know, as far as getting asked back, what I would try to do is really talk myself down. You know, like I don't think people do that. People like to talk about like how oh, like I may be small, but I'm smart or something like that. I'd be like, look, these guys just snap me in a twig. Like a twig in any elimination. Man, I, I got no shot. If I go in, I'm going home. Like, I know that. So I'm just going to make the most of this and really, like, party as much as I can. Uh, that's that's my game plan. <laughs> Eric, I want to point out something about the challenge confessionals now that you have. I am so sick of every single person in the confessional being like, I'm stronger than I look. I'm a secret genius. Like, everybody, like, no offense to, to Ed or whatever. I'm sure that was a producer prodded thing, and most of these things are. But I'm tired of hearing... Like everyone with like these force can storylines. I am too, man, and that's that's where what I just said comes from. Uh, I think it would be very refreshing to hear someone, and this is why I like Devin so much, by the way, because I think he he is like this. He's one of the very few, and Kyle too, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of other people who kind of like just just own it. Jasmine, maybe from another season. I'm trying to think of anyone this season. Anyway, yeah. I think it'd be refreshing to go in and say like, hey, I I may look small, but I'm actually even weaker than I look. Like this is, this <laughs> is better, better looks wise than actual performance. Like what muscles I have, those are gym muscles. Yeah. I haven't played any contact sports in my entire life. Gabo, so, yeah, Gabo's. Thank you. He's another yeah. one. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like that. It's yeah. refreshing. It's refreshing because you just know that producers are telling them to say stuff like that, and it's like, right. all right, I don't yeah. need to hear this anymore. Whatever. Yeah. So speaking of replacements, we do move on to the challenge. And Amber uh, B comes in in this sweet-looking ride, uh, and she's like, "The champ's back, baby." I feel like Amber B has like changed now that she's that she's. Won. I Did do too. Yeah. My sense was that she went to confessional camp in the off season and <laughs> right. came back with a little bit more pep in her step in the confessional booth. Yeah. Man. I thought she was actually pretty well, good. Well, not just in the confessionals too. During like the challenge. When she's like on top of the helicopter, she's like, "Woo!" She's like screaming. I'm like, "Who is this?" Like, 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 like. I know. Look, yeah. I I think we've always uh, liked Amber. I don't want to speak for yeah, you, but no. I think we've always liked her fine. But she's right. been kind of like a pleasant person, nah. and now yeah. she's like a badass bitch who's back yeah. to to snap some necks in this hey, game. I'm here it's for it. cool. Like, she she deserves it. Like she won. Like that's cool. Yeah. Like you know, flaunted a little bit for sure. Uh, that's what you I, get when you win. You can talk shit. I did feel like this whole Fessy, like Amber Beast thing was like so 
it seemed like forced like it's probably realistic between them but to me it's just like the most like ostensibly boring like feud that could exist on the challenge mm, of yeah. like Fessy versus Amber B like this is really like okay this is the storyline I'm investing in you know what this was like? It was like the Twitter feud between Bananas and Frank uh, that turned into a, <laughs> right, quote, yeah. rivalry. Yeah. It's like this off-screen, uh, off-screen, off Jesus, uh, off-screen altercation or like they probably yeah. had a few texts or something like that. Maybe they Twitter, stopped right, hanging yeah. out. Probably yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we're probably getting it because it's going to go somewhere, right? Like it's, it's going to go somewhere this season. Well, but right now, I'm, I'm similarly not invested. Well, here's another thing, too. Amber's so upset. About what? About, like, them taking you as far as they could take you in the last season and not, like, I don't know, sacrificing themselves and their other out. Like, she, it's not like she was... They were dragging her along, kind of, right? Like, like, like to a certain extent. Like, yeah, but she's not gonna see it that way from her perspective, of course. I mean, we got her take on it, and right. she, she know. just doesn't see it that way. I mean, yeah. I think, not that I think, just like, go ahead. I think the way it went down was just like she was the the bottom of the Big Brother Alliance, and the other players knew it, and they knew that they were closer, and that's that's just it. And it's just something that happens all the time, but like it probably feels a lot worse <laughs> to to people. Yeah. who aren't like the reality TV show super nerds like us who aren't in there playing the game, you know? Uh, Amber B, not for <laughs> yeah. nothing. Not for nothing. You were on 16, all right? That was, that was three seasons before them, all right? That's, that's yeah. too long ago. That's true. I also want to say that I thought it was cool how she was introduced, uh, like especially because a lot of players might not have even seen the last season. But when TJ goes, like, this is Amber B., or I think he just said Amber. This is Amber. In case you didn't know, she won last season. It's like, yeah. uh, good point, TJ. Why wasn't she brought back? Like, yeah. I know she's, I didn't like kill it in confessionals or anything, but I kind of like the idea of having a defending champ in the season. Yeah, how come she's an alternate, TJ? What's yeah, going TJ. On? Yeah, come on, TJ. TJ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Half the cast there saw her win last season, so yeah, they know. Like, she beat them. Like, yeah. Yeah, at least not talking to them. So, yeah. what so, do you think of this heist challenge, dude? Uh, I actually didn't hate it in concept, but like watching it visually, I was like, it, it really didn't do that much for me. I hate criticizing the producers all the time. Then the LE next week looks really cool, but yeah, this one was like, it was like watching people play cornhole, but like from, <laughs> a, from like a helicopter. I know, That's... I know, cornhole's super popular on ESPN too right now. I see it all the time, so maybe there's something to that, but I don't know. I that's a really good description for this and I feel the same way look I don't I don't enjoy making fun of the challenges or, or criticizing the show uh, but if you want my honest opinion these challenges are all about flash and pizzazz and and very little about substance man like I yearn for the days of older challenges that were more like physical and more like actually entertaining to watch and I don't know these these are like Take take a very simple action, like in this case, cornhole, or like tossing a bag to one another, and then like dress it up in all these fancy clothes in the theme yeah. of the season. That's what like, it feels like. They literally have explosions going off for no reason as people are running. Um, I don't even think there was like anything notable that happened. Like like throughout the whole challenge, like like that I would even like take note of really. Like it just seemed very paint by the numbers. They kind of montage through most of it. Yeah, it looks cool when they introduce it, and then maybe when the first teams go, and then after that, it's like, oh, just we get to watch them play catch for the next 
eight I minutes. I feel like it would have been better if like the cars were weaving or something like that, maybe. But that probably was way too difficult and dangerous. So yeah, to or maybe it at the same time. Maybe it would have been cool if the cars were just like completely open, like there wasn't anyone catching there, and the other partner was actually piloting the helicopter, and there were two helicopters. <laughs> that would have been more interesting to me too. I think. <laughs> That just just been. a thought, MTV. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, no less dangerous than some of the stuff they do. So, uh, we end up getting exactly. a Fessy and Esther win here. Uh, good for them. Yeah. Uh, well, fasting for Ramadan, no less. I had to look this one up. Uh, Ramadan lasts an entire month. So, oh my God. Did you, I don't know if you knew that, but like no. Fessy will be fasting for, I don't know when they filmed exactly, but probably for a, a while in this game. So, it's impressive, might not be the last man. we hear about it. As much as we want to hate on Fessy, like it's got to be pretty impressive to like compete at such a high level without like proper nourishment. Uh, yeah, no, this is, <laughs> this is certainly, uh, it seems like a big achievement. I don't know how it's even really possible, to be honest. I, uh, if I don't drink enough water during the day, I just take a nap for like three hours and I'm, I'm out. Like, I don't know how you're able to win competitions on this. Yeah. Um, Was this a thing just... for your big brother with him? No, because it's, uh, it's the month of April, oh, beginning okay. of April through the beginning of May, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it would not affect the big brother season. Um, and again, I only know that because I looked it up. Uh, I was curious after the episode, but yeah. Yeah, good, good for Fassi. Uh, Esther, Esther is very pumped to be the first Nigerian uh, contestant to win a daily, and that's pretty cool. I feel like it's it's really neat seeing a lot of these players from other countries who like dreamed of being on American television. It's like we we don't really think about it, but yeah. American television is like this big thing. Yeah. Uh, media like capital, LA, like very very glamorous, and God these people made the jump. On. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard, man. Here. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard, clearly, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, good yeah. for them, man. It's very cool to see. It's, it's just nice to see people get so excited and pumped up about something like that. Uh, yeah, it was cool very seeing Gabo. He, he was like, it was very heartfelt him telling them, like, yo, man, I've dreamed about being on American television. And yeah, it's cool for them. I hope some of them can go far and really take advantage of this opportunity. Um, I genuinely meant what I just said, but I also think it's kind of hilarious that his heartwarming story is one day I sat down and I watched Jersey Shore. And from that point on, <laughs> my life course was decided. Everything I did, I did to get on American television. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, that is like a 99% chance of ruining your life. Like you got really lucky that something came out of it. I would not yeah. recommend that course to anybody else. And your life <laughs> might still be ruined. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. Seasons early. <laughs> All right, it might be worse. Um, so yeah. Uh, then we get the vets are, are talking about how they got to stick together. They're strategizing. And they land on Kells as the target here because he's just obviously such a big threat physically, mentally. Like, just he's a force. Yeah. This uh, week just seems like it's playing itself out, basically. Like, like it's just, yeah, obviously you're going to put in Kells. And his partner's Tracy. So she doesn't seem like the biggest, baddest girl out there. Uh, this is as good a time as any. Just put them in with the vote. You don't even need Devin. to get fancy. <laughs> Tracy, yeah. Tracy, uh, I bet she misses Devin a lot. It's uh, one storyline. 
Like, she was right to mourn him. She was right to be upset yeah. at losing him, yeah. clearly. Yeah. This is what happens. If you don't get partnered with Devin, like, it's just one episode, you're out. You're next. Oh, Michelle, no! Okay, anyway. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, it seems pretty cut and dry. Um, we see Kells and Tori getting along. Right? Like, yeah, I think so. I mean, what about Tori, though? This is the one interesting part, because, like, she obviously has a good relationship with Kells. She, uh, Kells is very into her. Uh, but she kind of elects to just go with the flow and not make any waves because if she fights back, she's worried that she'll get eaten alive. Is there anything else she could have done here? No, I think she definitely made the right move here. I think you want to cut your losses and go with the vets here and just not cause problems for the future. We've seen this before with when like Camilla caused problems with protecting Corey on Dirty 30. And, well, she ended up winning, so maybe that's not a good example. But like, <laughs> but, like, but like people were not trusting her and stuff like that. Like, I think it's good to just cut bait here. Uh, with him and also too it's not like he's necessarily going to go home right like he has a chance of coming back and you can yeah. kind of you know reconcile at that point we work from there yeah yeah i i kind of agree I, I think these early parts of the games are much more about just surviving not making waves setting yourself up for a nice long run at the game so uh it seems kind of weird to die on the hill of kells week two yeah for sure um and yeah josh and Devin seem to be the people kind of behind this strategy a little bit uh what did you think about seeing josh kind of try to take the lead here here's what i think happened i think josh and devin both independently got together and were like huh you remember when wes and bananas teamed up (laughs) and that got really well received people really like that it got a lot of screen time too that's that's what i really liked about it the most you know what Dude. we can do? Because we both like screen time a lot, too. We really like getting invited back to these shows. Uh, I think we can take a page out of their book. And I think that's what's uh, really causing this whole thing. And right. I got to say, kind of brilliant. I think it's a great move. It's a great move. This is the next evolution in their relationship. This is Team- K- Kmart, <laughs> Bananas, and West. <laughs> Josh. And does that mean Josh is going to win? Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, hopefully Devin. Hopefully it's the Devin who wins. <laughs> Even though definitely I know the West of the flip. situation. I, right? I know. Well, yeah. Josh is not banana, so that's that's yeah. very clear. Um, oh, no, yeah. I, I think it's it's really interesting. Uh, it's really interesting how they've somehow managed to bury the hatchet, it seems. Uh, I wonder if it's going to implode at some point or if they're going to be like, hey, we really should want to go to the end with each other. Like yeah. we are the each the best person for the other to take to the end, right? Yeah. Let's take us and some other rookie, and like we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, and yeah, we also get that scene of like Fessy and Kells at the club, and I thought I did not think Kells handled that particularly well. Uh, it seemed like he was trying to pump his chest a little bit, where he maybe should have been just trying to work with Fessy, and I think that turned Fessy off even more so. And yeah, at that point, there was just nothing he could do. Right. That's an easy conversation to have. Just just say the easy answer, not a very wordy, confusing answer uh, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, well, it made sense, but it also kind of told Fessy without telling him that like you're not on his side like at all. Right. You're right? not going to control me, essentially. Like. Yeah. It's like... Uh, do you, do you have a survival instinct, Kels? Like, maybe we were talking about him being smart. Maybe he's not that politically smart in this game. Maybe maybe he'll learn from the season, but that just seems like so clearly the wrong way to answer that question, right? 
I definitely, yeah, for sure. I don't know how much of the show he's watched, but like you said, definitely think he's someone with the capacity to come back and you know watch a couple seasons maybe and figure it out. So yeah, uh, but we get to the deliberation. Well, hold on. Oh. That was at the party. I got one thing. That was yes. at the party, right? I, I cannot let this comment go where uh, I, I forget exactly who it was. I think it was it was Emmy that some of the vets were consoling before the party. Um, I might be getting that wrong, but in any case, uh, I think Ashley was was saying like, "Hey, don't worry. Like, yes, you're the rookies. Like, yes, you're you're kind of on the chopping block, but just stay cool. And we're gonna go to this party, and someone's going to lose their mind. And it happens every season. And Devin goes flash forward to Ashley losing her mind at the party, <laughs> and I made a little note of that. And guess what happens at the end of the party? Uh, Ashley blows up. Yeah. Did you think, because I kind of did, I was like, is Ashley, like, trying to make good TV at the same time with, like, all this? Like, is she, how upset is she actually over all this? Like, is she really feeling Nelson, like, that deep? I don't know. Not not saying that, like, what Nelson was doing was right. I think that was pretty, I don't know, it wasn't great, right? Um, but I, I wasn't sure how much it, it was really affecting her or if she was just making a scene a little bit. I am in no way, shape, or form going to pass judgment on this faux relationship, friend with benefits. Uh, I do not know the rules of engagement. Uh, I couldn't come close. It's like, what are they? We don't know. They're hooking up. They're also on a reality TV show, like you said, trying to make good television a lot of the time. What are the rules? No clue. Don't know what the rules are. Not going to try to answer that. Uh, But I do think that... There's always a chance that someone's trying to make a TV, and like really, we could ask ourselves that question at every turn, every episode. So yeah. I, I don't know, but I think there's also a very good chance that uh, Ashley just simply uh, got really pissed and a little drunk and <laughs> was upset and yeah. took it out on 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 the two of them. She, yeah, and she was. Uh, what did you think about uh, Berna's role in all this? Did you think that she had a? Uh, I, it seemed like she was just having fun, right? Like I don't, I yeah. don't. Do you think she maybe understood the extent of their relationship, too? Like, maybe she thought they were just flirting. Maybe she doesn't know the history of them and Joseph, the show. And... I just don't know, man. I yeah. just don't know. Yeah. yeah. What about Nelson? My what, do you, what do you think about Nelly's perspective? That that you can maybe relate to a little bit more, right, Eric? I think Nelly is doing some calculus in his brain, trying to figure out if he can hook up with two girls uh, at the same time and not die. And uh, I think that, that's that's possibly what he's... Uh, angling for at this point yeah nelly needs to focus on winning if he <laughs> was like you know what i'm saying not getting involved in this stuff like you know if, if, if you're gonna ho- just hook up with one girl and then and just, you stick with that like you know what that's, i mean the, that's know? a veteran move that's a yeah. vet move right there yeah but unless no. you're ct or someone like that um but yeah so ct nelson is not and i'm sure we're gonna she and ashley was just like yelling at berna and calling her bertha uh, oh and, yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. That was very rude. That was very rude. Yeah, they intentionally I, say someone's name wrong over and over again. Uh, I, I think that's a that's just an inappropriate move. That's just like that's just weak shit. Yeah, not great. Uh, you know, I don't know this, how else to put it. <laughs> yeah, I don't dislike Ashley by any means, but yeah, she she does stuff like this from time to time, or just yeah, not great. Nope. Um So. That was that pretty much. Uh, Want to get into the deliberation? Yes, that's what I was about to say. Yes, the deliberation. Yeah. Uh, Josh 
decides, you know what? I'm gonna lead this <laughs> right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna step it up here. And this was weird to me. And this is like something that I feel like people do a lot on Big Brother, where like they want to send someone home. And so they come up with some fake reasoning for, like, why that person should go home. Instead of just saying, like, hey, you're a big threat in the game. Uh, we want to send you out of here because we think you're a threat to us, whatever. Uh, Josh decides to say that Kelvin has been making deals with everybody in the house. And that he's been scheming and he's playing a dumb game because Josh knows all about playing a smart game. And uh, basically <laughs> accusing Kelvin of being shifty with everybody. Yeah, and this backfires immediately, which is pretty great to see. <laughs> um, like you said, man, why not just come out and say it or say nothing in, in this yeah. point? Like, you don't need a good reason. You're like, hey, you're 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 a strong rookie. Uh, you got to pay your dues. But yeah. wow, wow, was that so hard? I think he wanted to come off as smart, if I had to guess. I think he yes. wanted to, like, make for an entertaining segment or something like that. But it backfires so hard because all Kells does is just refute it very clearly. And like you, you just believe him. Like you, you, it just makes sense that you believe yeah. Kells in this situation. And then what's Josh left to do? Like when when everyone knows Kells is telling the truth. Like he's just like, uh, okay, but we're still voting for you. It's like, yeah, <laughs> great, great. Yeah, just, we could have just, just started done with that. that. It's like <laughs> this whole deliberation, Josh, is a formality. You understand that? Like the votes, you already had the votes. Like he was going in. Like it didn't matter. Like, and uh, yeah, so like. Kells returns the volley, and he is like, Josh, bro, you're not known to be a tactical genius in this <laughs> game, all right? You'd be rest assured that if I had any schemes going on, you'd be the last person to find out about it. <laughs> oh, I was dying at this, man. He shut him down so hard. Go back in the corner. Uh, Everybody this, was like palming their faces and just like they knew that what he was saying was the truth and they just didn't. Oh my God, it was great. I really enjoyed this. And this is why Josh keeps getting asked back to the challenge right there in a he nutshell. So he can get dunked on. Uh, is this the best uh, verbal evisceration we've seen of Josh? We've had the eight times nine. We've had the West saying this is not a thing, Josh. Uh, what would do? Where do you think this ranks on that that list of Josh getting roasted? Eight. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, Devin gives Kells an opportunity. I feel like to basically, hey, what do you? Who do you want up? And Kells really doesn't do anything with that. Yeah, I don't, I, to be fair, I don't really know what the answer is there. Like, what do you do? Just, uh, like, it's it's such a foregone conclusion, what's going on at the vote at this point. Yeah. Like, why burn a bridge, I guess, uh, if you don't have well, to? Well, I wasn't, I was surprised he wasn't just like, let's vote Josh in. Like, like, like you know what I mean? Which, yeah, you know, I mean, you probably not going to work, but, like, you know, you can set yourself up if you do come back for, you know, something, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Could have could have done that. Maybe he had a plan that he thought was going to happen uh, and just yeah. didn't want to rock the boat or mess with that. So he was like, I'm just not going to answer that. I don't like know. Like I said, foregone conclusion probably. He was, he was done either way. So. Um, yep. Kells is done. Uh, and then, I mean, I think we can just get right to the elimination. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like that's pretty much it. It's Kells and Tracy. And then the big question remaining is who are... Uh, 
Esther and Fessy going to put in. And there's some talk of Fessy going after Amber B, uh, which Josh tries to shut down. Uh, Do you think there's a chance of this happening? I feel like Fessy would be stupid to do that. Like, like I feel like this is like a repairable relationship. Like, I don't think this is like one of these things that is foregone. Especially like you want Josh to have a good partner theoretically if he's your boy, right? Like, if he's your number one ally in the game. Why wouldn't you want him to have a good partner so he can win more challenges and do things you want to do? I don't think Amber B's a lost cause. Yeah, 100%. Did not think there was a chance that he voted her in at this point. Uh, Vets got a good thing going. Let's not mess with that. Or any of the vets. Like, why would he do that? Like, like if he plans to come back for a, a couple more of these, that would be potential suicide. So. Yep, yep, yep. So, in this case, uh, they vote, and the order doesn't matter. Uh, they're, they're in lockstep, and it's going to be two rookies. Ed, no-brainer. Emmy, another no-brainer. Hey, she he was, has a brain. Come on. All right. She, yeah. <laughs> Emmy was uh, apparently supposed to go in the first week before that whole situation unfolded. Uh, so, now it's back to her. And... This made me think. I mean, this is like an obvious strategy, and it doesn't apply this week because their target is Kells. But if you wanted to, uh, would a good way to take someone out be to pick them individually and then pick like the weakest possible person of the opposite gender for them to be teamed up with? Like, oh I, wow, we we are going to see that this season, right? Surely, oh, that's definitely going to happen. I didn't even think about that though. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Just trying to throw that out there. We could get someone like really just uh, shafted and, and without any control over what happens to them. Or we could uh, see them win too and prove them wrong. So we could have some triumph moments as well. That's true. And how awkward would it be to talk about it? Like, do you, do you think people are going to be like, all right, well, like, why, why this pairing? I have a theory. And people are going to have to say, like, uh, it's because you're super weak and we think you're going to anchor this other person down like that that that's uh could be some fireworks man Ooh, yeah i could definitely get a big target out that way for sure uh Mm -hmm, i thought mm -hmm. i I agreed with you on the elimination i thought this was cool it was visually interesting and i feel like it was getting really close there like they were neck and neck at a certain point uh with picking up the block so it was definitely tense watching so we should Oh, I thought you were done. (laughs) Oops. Uh, I was going to say we should probably, like, uh, describe this elimination a little bit for those listening. You know, just reset this elimination. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you take it away? Yeah. uh, So just in case you guys forgot or whatever. uh, So they're attached to, like, this stretcher thing. And their partner has to flip them down while they're holding this magnet on a rope. And they're picking up blocks with the rope that are a puzzle that's in case you didn't know eric it's a map of the world um and (laughs) and and they have to put it together once they get all their blocks up first team to do it wins Woo! yeah it's uh it's kind of a light elimination really light light on physicality uh it's just a lot of teamwork i would say and uh mental strength puzzle definitely not what kells wanted no no i think you would preferred uh literally anything else Uh, yeah yeah um, and so, yeah, uh, Tracy kind of struggles throughout it. Emmy and Ed, uh, you know, they, they were working pretty good together. I actually thought they had a good dynamic. And though Emmy was, like, 
freaking out. I thought Ed was a good, like, kind of positive, calming presence for her. Was uh, was that me freaking out like during the challenge? Are you talking about like before or something? Um, when they were vote, like when they voted her in. Yeah, yeah, okay. So before, I thought she did really well this challenge. She was no, no, in the uh, challenge. Locks up. I just think that like when she was getting emotional and everything like that, I feel like he was doing a good job of just like you know what I'm saying, like yeah. just you know massaging that and you know, and she did a good job getting it together too for sure. So they were successful, and yeah. 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 Okay. Gotcha. I gotcha. Um, I, I don't know. It's early, very early, but, uh, I mean, compared to her opponent, seemed like Emmy did really well mm -hmm. and it, she could be the type, the type of person who, uh, maybe gets like very heated at times, but then when it's game time, you know, she's got her game face on, she's focused and she executes. And, yeah. uh, if that's the case, I'm excited to see more eliminations with her in them. Cause I mean, it's kind of fun. I think to watch her go from, like calling TJ Mr. TJ and like being this big personality and like kind of freaking out over some things and then elimination. Ooh, you don't want to see her in elimination. <laughs> you won't like her in an elimination. Yeah, yeah man. You, we need... you, you love this girl. Um, so... I do. And yeah. I do. I do. I'm excited. But they win the elimination and they now have the choice. Uh, oh, we, we think about it, Tails and Tracy. And then, then they have the choice of <laughs> <Wow>. infiltrating. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, of course, Emmy's gonna steal like CT or Fessy, right? Yeah, Corey, somebody. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nelson, perhaps. <laughs> I didn't even know what she said at first. Like, it took me like a second. I was like, what did she say? And then I saw him run down. I was like, oh my God, he got picked again? Dude, call me Devin stated because I am really bummed out <laughs> that we're not gonna see the Devin and Michelle team. Man, yeah. I was pumped for that last week. Ah, uh, but we do get Devin and Emmy, which is sure to be interesting I mean, at I guess the very I'll be least, right? Like Emmy at this point, because I like Devin, and so like if I'm rooting for Devin's success, I'm by proxy rooting for her success at this point. So that's the attitude. That's the attitude. Yeah, and then meanwhile, yeah. on the other side, we see Ed steal Tori. So both people who got stolen last week get stolen again. Uh, I, Tori, I get. I'm not surprised by that one. Why do you think Emmy took Devin? Maybe he's really nice to her and we don't see it. Like, maybe they're, like, cool in the house or whatever. Like, Devin does seem like one of the more, like, friendly people off the rip, right? Uh, like, he doesn't think he's better than anybody. If you're a rookie <laughs> or whatever, he's going to talk to you, I feel like. Um, uh, it depends on who you ask, I think. Uh, yeah, but, you know, in our hearts, right? Um, and so <laughs> I, I think that she probably sees he's well-connected and he's a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, that's honestly probably it. Probably good as reason as any. I think it's yeah. funny. I have to really take ownership of my incredibly wrong take last week where I thought Tevin was a great pick for those reasons and also the fact that he was very unlikely to get stolen. Uh, whoops, guess I yeah. was wrong. That lasted one week. Apparently, he's the most popular guy in the entire playground right now. And will he get stolen again? I hope he gets stolen every single week. Can we just see <laughs> Devin stolen week after week after week? And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'm just going to start going down before they even say it. Yeah. <laughs> just watch him. He's probably going to do that. He's going to start walking down as soon as someone gets the opportunity to steal next week. And he'll be like, all right, here I come. Yeah. Here I come. I think Devin is politically out of all the mills in like one of the best spots right now. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's, it's crazy. We're living I in like the it. Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's great, though. 
We love it. <laughs> I mean, it's also very early, and watch him get sent into elimination next week. I would not be surprised that much. I, I kind of would be. I kind of would be with like this vet alliance trying to start together. I feel like he could he could be in there for a while. Like he's not really a threat to anybody, and it's not like you necessarily are trying to send in the weak people right now. Like especially yeah. with some of these rookies left. So what's interesting is that uh, what what's going to keep happening when a vet rookie team wins the challenge and they get to put the vote in? And what if it's just rookies going left and right? At some point, is a rookie going to say, like, no, I'm, I'm not going to put in who you want to put in. I'm going to announce my vote first, and I'm going to put in a veteran. And you're going to either disagree and send us in, or you're going to you're going to just have to go with it. Like, are we, are we going to see a rookie fight back against their veteran partner? No. <laughs> and that does it for this episode of the <laughs> Reality Friends podcast. I, I don't think that you like. I just don't see it. I feel like they're going to rely on their partner. They've done their more seasons than them. Maybe. Actually, there's a couple who I could see. I could see maybe Esther going against Fessy. She seems like she probably has has it in her to do that. I could see that. Um, the other ones, Possible. Not, not, not so much. I feel like some of the ones who are more independent are more are already on like rookie rookie teams. Like, I, I feel like the ones who are paired with the vet yeah. is probably going to listen to a vet. Like, is Ed really going to go against what Tori wants? Like, is Berna going to go against what CT wants? Like, I mean, I don't really know them yet, so maybe they will. Uh, Priscilla seems pretty good, too. Uh, Nelson's partner, she seems uh, like she has a good head on her shoulder. She talked about how she didn't want to be next. We've heard Corey L kind of voice those things, too. But the thing is, is like... Not only do you have to win a challenge, but you also want like kind of control over the vote to a certain extent because you only get to send one team in and then the house gets to send their team in and then you have the 50-50 shot of whatever you want to happen happening depending on the elimination. That that is all true. And the the only thing I would say is like if it just seems like a absolute slaughter where it's rookies going out left and right, like uh, don't you have to try to do something at some point? Uh, and, and not just uh, let it happen? Here's what I think their best bet is. I think their best bet is to try to get the vets to bite the apple and look around and see that they're, they're each other's biggest competi- competition, right? Like, you you want to get rid of CT, you want to get rid of Fessy, you want to get rid of these guys who are going to beat you in a final, who are proven. I feel like that's the rookie's best pitch to like a Devin to like a Kyle to a Nelson. Like, Hey, you want to win this season? Get rid of the guys who've beaten you before. No, I think you're right. I I do think, I mean, that's, I think the best, uh, approach, which is kind of sad. I don't think the rookies are, are in great shape. Uh, I think they're going to get, uh, they're going to probably see elimination sooner rather than later. But if you can make yourself available to some vets and say like, Hey, just keep me in your back pocket. When you're ready to make a move, right? Uh, you don't have to, you don't have to tell me anything uh, until the point, uh, but just know that I would like to work with you and not any of the other veterans, and seen, hope for the best. We've seen the vets try to work together before, and it was disastrous the last time they tried to do it. <laughs> uh, just too many egos involved and stuff like that. We always we already have this kind of tension with Ashley and Nelson, and then Fessy and Nelson. Can they really trust each other? fully right. go to the end with each other so no no they're, they're, they're not gonna get there. close there's stuff there that people can work with it's just whether or not 
one, they're being proactive enough to try to do that type of thing. You have people like Tommy. You have people like Michelle. So you definitely have people who know things like that need to be done and are more capable of engineering that type of thing than your average rookie. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you said that. That was actually a perfect segue into my next point, uh, which was just going to be that I think we got to keep our eye on Tommy. Uh, Michelle teamed up with Coriel. Uh, otherwise, I would include her more too. But Tommy, I think, is someone who he's a survivor winner, uh, just like Michelle. He's known for being a very cunning player. Likeable. And uh, yeah, he's doing well so far. Yeah. He's got some solid screen time in the first episode. Keep an eye on him. I think he might lead a revolt at some point, or he might pull some sneaky moves uh, right. to advance his game. And he, I don't think he will shy away from going against his partner. Here's the thing about Tommy and Michelle, uh, maybe especially Tommy, but like he's gonna like do what he has to do to get the L or to get the W. Uh, totally missed that. Uh, to get the W, he's gonna do his best <laughs> to try to win, right? Like he's always thinking, okay, what do I have to do, and I'm gonna execute the move myself if need be. Hundred percent. So, so we'll yeah. see. It's interesting that they got out Michaela and not either of the two survivor winners in the first round. Yeah. I mean, I guess Michelle did go in, too, but uh, I think yeah. Tommy is the guy I would be most afraid of out of that batch. He's probably got that social game going on. Like, honestly, he's, he's probably got them fawning over him like they did on Survivor, at least some of them, at least. Yeah. So. All right, well, that's enough love for Tommy. I never thought uh, I would be raving about Tommy I so like much. I like Tommy but so much. Yeah. Like, I he's was, so much better. Yeah. So much better. I remember I listened to him on a podcast after a season. I was like, ugh, this guy. But, like, now I see him on the challenge, and it's it's a breath of fresh air to have someone on there with a good head on their shoulders and who you know is, like, very capable in these games already. Yeah. And... I, I think I know what podcast you're talking about, and I think I had the same opinion. And But I think it's a Tommy's defense. Uh, he came off a season that was incredibly not well-received, and I, I think that he played a pretty masterful game and like didn't really get a lot of credit for it. So I, I think he kind of felt like he really needed to explain all of the great things that he did. And... You know, maybe that wasn't the the way to go about it uh, at the, at the time, but I I think he kind of like really is backing up um, all the hype from a season. I think he could be a really great player, or he could get thrown in and be terrible and lose next episode. Really, uh, we're not so great at predicting, so yeah. like just don't even listen to us. Why are you still listening? Don't listen. You should you should stop like a long time ago. Yeah. What's going on? So, all right, are we ready to wrap this up? Yeah, I don't think we have anything else this week. I thought it was a good episode. I'm looking forward to next week. And if you guys haven't listened to the finale of our Rivals coverage, you should definitely do that. Uh, episode 9 and 10 just came out where we wrapped up talking about Rivals. Yeah, if you're uh, curious about that final, uh, going back in time, looking at some of the controversies around it, of which there were more than one, yes. uh, we'll just say that we had a great time going back in time and talking about that. Um and uh, one last quick update, dude. Uh, our winner picks. You yes. got Kyle and Casey. I got CT and Amber. Uh, very quiet episode for all of them, except, of course, Amber did come in this episode. But uh, gameplay-wise, no change there, I don't think. Yeah, I don't feel great about uh, my picks right now, necessarily. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Kyle got, uh, not reading into this too much, but I don't remember him even having a confessional, like, on the mm. episode even. So... 
yeah, hope that. I mean, we've seen that, that doesn't matter. Other shows, that doesn't like, matter. Uh, I don't know. Not great. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, not much from any of them. But it's a long season. Yeah, I MTV. I don't think they do too much winter edity stuff. I, I think you're. I think you're just fine. It's yeah, very we'll early. All right. Um, well. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been the Reality Friends Podcast. Uh, Joseph, I will see you soon for episode three of Challenge Slaw. Challenge Slaw. Subscribe. Five stars. Leave a review. Bye. Please. Say please. Just do it.